Well, welcome, everybody. For some reason, I lost uh, the feed that is in my headphones. Great to be with you as we begin, well, the day after Labor Day. I truly hope you had a marvelous day, marvelous opportunity to enjoy a day off of work. And if you were working like I was, I hope it was still special to you. Today, we have something special for you. We have an interview with Clay Clark at the bottom of the hour. It's about the uh, Renewing America tour, the event that they just had with General Flynn and with Eric Trump, not Eric Trump, rather, Don Jr., down in Las Vegas this last weekend. And we have a new opportunity, in fact, two new opportunities for you to participate, one in October and one in December. The one in October is at Mar-a-Lago. And, well, it's at Trump El Dorado. It's not Mar-a-Lago. It's Trump El Dorado is, is where that event is. And then the one in December is down in Tulare, California. So we're going to talk with him about that. We're also going to talk about something that's relevant, well, to what many of us believe, and that is where we are in the presidential primary. We're going to play, and, and Clay Clark dived into this with a, an hour-long video, which, and I'll have the link for this up in the show plan, by the way, with General Flynn and a couple of other guys, about who is Vivek, I guess is how you're supposed to say his name, Ramaswamy. Who is this guy? Um, there are 28 facts about Vivek, as I call him, that you may not know about. Why did he team up with Pfizer? What are his thoughts on chimeras? You know what a chimera is? It's a crossbreed between a human and an animal. After you hear the 28 facts about Vivek, you probably will be like I did and have a very different view of him. He's extremely articulate. And now after learning this, I don't trust him any further than I could throw the man. And I'm not weak. I could probably throw him a few feet. I wouldn't trust him beyond that. Something really wrong here. Like a story that we covered before, he's not even a registered Republican or at least wasn't as of the story that we talked about last week. Now, how can you be running for the Republican nomination for president and you're not a Republican? Like I said, Ronna McDaniel and the RNC got some splaining to do. But there's a few other things. We talked about how Vivek took that you know, that $90,000 law school uh, donation for his law school training from Paul Soros, George Soros's brother. We talked about that. You, everybody knows that. We also talked about how he was a multimillionaire before he took the $90,000. 
And some of you have said to me, well, you know, isn't that just smart? Somebody offers you free money. Sure, it's smart. Just don't lie about it. He lied about it. He said he needed the money. The year before, he reported income of $2 million, folks. You think somebody who's reporting income of $2 million could probably afford to go to law school on their own? Yeah, probably. But even if he was smart and took the money, why lie about it? What does it tell you about his character? Oh, there's more about all of the companies that he has started. Clay Clark gets into all of that. We're going to play a little bit of, um, hopefully, the rumble interview with, and it's kind of humorous, with, with, with General Flynn. It really is. It's a good-natured uh, interview, but it just, it just puts a lot of interesting facts out there. It, it's a bit long. It's an hour. I, I listened to most of it. The reawakening uh, tour, reawakening America tour. I said, I, I think I said renew. I'm sorry about that. Uh, anyway, we're going we're gonna to play that interview here at the bottom of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.im or Jeff at KSLM.news. Now, Anna of Oregon People's Vote wanted me to let you know to say that she is deeply grateful and thankful to all of you who took the time. I know Art did. I know, I think Tim did, and some of the others of you um, I have heard went to the Oregon People's Vote voter integrity booth and, and got signatures for people to participate in the upcoming elections. That's fantastic. Thank you to all of you. Anna wanted to say thank you. She will be there tonight at the Political Coffee Clatch. That's right, at the Honky Tonk at 6 o'clock tonight, where I'll be sharing with you my presentation of how to become a budget detective. And this all is about the Salem City budget. And I will have some examples that I have highlighted for you, especially from Councilwoman Julie Hoy's testimony. Now, she's not going to be able to join us tonight because she's out of town. She'll join us at another time. Folks, it's incredibly important that you take time, those of you who have the time, to dive into the city's budget, especially in those areas like homeless services, parks, police and fire, and compare the year-over-year budgets with how much money has come in, have they moved money? Councillor Hoy's, uh, I mean, to my, I am not yet aware of the city of Salem refuting her public testimony, which I put on the show plan last Friday, which we're going to talk about tonight at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill at six o'clock. To my knowledge, the city of Salem has not refuted it. Why? Because it's taken literally from their documents, which are there for all to see. Now, that's one thing. It's another to do what I'm asking you to do, which is different. And that is to dive into the specific areas of the budget and find anomalies. I mean, compare 
2022 with 2023, with 23, with 24. And did they move money around to make it look worse than it really is? I mean, obviously, if you look at Councilwoman Hoy's testimony, it's pretty obvious that the city has been claiming these deficits, and yet their own documentation shows they don't have deficits. They have surpluses every year. Right now, this year in 2023, according to Councilwoman Hoy, the city of Salem is on track for a $9 million surplus. But yet they're claiming they got an $11 million deficit. Somebody's lying. So why wouldn't you look into the actual city budgets and their expenditures and find waste. Remember, Matt Wyatt, who, who gave us the great presentation two weeks ago, told us about the tool, and I'll have the tool up again. I put it up yesterday, I believe. It's certainly up on Friday's show plan. This is where you, the city of Salem gives you the opportunity to go into their budget. And you don't have to be a, a city of Salem resident. You don't have to be a, a voter in the upcoming repeal in November of this new Salem city income tax. It's going to cost each of you on average $506 a year. Some of you, it's going to cost twice that much. It depends on how much money you make. And it applies to small businesses, small business owners. We're going to give each of you with this tool, you get to go look at the city budget. And you get to make cuts where you think that they're not spending money appropriately. Then go submit that. Right? They give you this opportunity. Take it. Matt Wyatt did. He went from the so-called $11 million deficit to a $3 million surplus. Just him doing that himself. You need to do that too. Friends, th this is incredibly important because if we, the people, do not stand up and do this, you, you cannot expect, and nor should you, that the news media is going to do it. They're all in favor of bigger government because they're leftists. 90% of them are leftists. Not all of them, but 90% of them are. One that isn't is the Northwest Observer. They have a story today about a danger. If you like to eat meat, well, it's going to change your lifestyle. IP3 has got apparently 30,000 signatures, which criminalizes injuring or killing animals, including killing for food, hunting, fishing, criminalizes breeding practices, and removes domestic animal exemptions from Oregon laws. To get on the ballot, they got to have 120,000 signatures. Now, if somebody approaches you on this petition called, it's titled Abuse, Neglect, and Assault Exemption Modification and Improvement Act, blah, blah, blah. It claims that animals are sentient beings capable of experiencing pain, stress, and fear. 
And that current exemptions to the laws permit unnecessary and inhumane harm to animals. Folks, this is the radical left. I keep telling you that this is these radical leftists overstep their boundaries constantly. And we can use it to turn the tide. You can use it in persuasive conversations. You could say to someone who's, you know, sort of puts their finger in the wind and votes with however the political winds are, because they're not really thinking stuff through. They're just busy with their lives, looking at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Busy with their lives, taking their kids to and from football and soccer. I mean, that's all good and understand, but they're not paying attention. You need to shock them a little bit with a statement like, hey, did you know that there's an initiative petition that's got 30,000 Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Okay, we're back now. It is 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us, friends. Pack West is a lobby group that I know very well. They lobby both sides of the aisle. Now, I got to know these folks, you know, when I served in the legislature uh, in the late 90s and the early 2000s. They continue to grow and expand their scope of influence. And one of the things that they do is not just the legislature, but they do things like association management. That's right. They not only do government affairs and lobbying, including local government, like the city of Salem could have benefited from their wisdom. <laughs> like, don't don't go against 99% of the workers in the city of Salem who don't want to pay your new income tax. PacWest Lobby, the city of Salem should have hired PacWest Lobby to help them understand how that is going to be a really bad idea. Because we're going to reject it and we're going to reject it big. Or you're going to because you get to vote on it and I don't. Anyway, PacWest, they also do economic development. They do association management. Yeah, they do campaign consulting. They do public relations and communications. And they do public relations and communications not just for governments, but businesses too. They have experts on their staff whose careers are made up in public relations and communications. It is a skill. That's for sure. So if your governmental body, I mean, I used to sit on a fire board and a school board. If your entity is in need of some good advice, why don't you think about talking to PacWest Lobby? It's really easy to contact them. Go to pwlobby.com. It's very simple, pwlobby.com. PWLobby.com. Um, by the way, there's a couple of other interesting stories I'm just going to touch on, then I'm going to go to the phones. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. There's a woman in the Dalles who is working with the Dalles School District to expand at the elementary level only in public schools. Lockdown training. 
with lockdown drills, including elementary and pre-K. Now, good for her. She's just a local. She has a company called Flux Consulting. Her goal, she says, is to work with young children on emergency management in a way that's accessible and not traumatizing. Now, this is just one of the many things that need to be done, I think, in public education in this day and age to harden school districts. Because mentally, you have to be prepared as well as anything else. The other thing that has to be done is we have to start spending money instead of wasting money in school districts. We need to start spending money to literally harden the schools so that a shooter or a bomber can't walk in there and kill a bunch of people. They're doing it in some places in some states and it's working fantastic. Why aren't we doing it here? Why isn't it a priority? Kudos to this woman by the name of Claire Marie. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. How are you, friend? Morning, Jeff. Morning, Jeff. Morning. Um, I just wanted to pop in here this morning and say our biggest problem is that we got a lousy city manager, and of course we got a bureaucracy that wants more money, more money, more money, and doesn't effectively spend the money that they have. I mean, our city is running just like every other dang uh, government entity, and we have to have fiscally responsible people in charge. Otherwise, we're, we're just screwed, Jeff. And this city manager knows all this stuff, and she's allowing all these lies to go out there because most government entities, they want more and more and more money to, you know, do their special instance, uh, special interest garbage, like in the city of Salem, you know, they're heavy into this climate change garbage and, you know, forcing issues that really don't need to be forced in the city of Salem, like when they tried to, you know, outlaw the uh, establishment of gas in homes, uh, you know, no more, no more new gas. Uh, you remember when they tried that, yep. Jeff? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and and so the key here is we got to have a leader in our city manager, okay, that isn't pushing all these woke agendas and also mismanaging our money. We don't mind to pay our fair share for city employees, but dang it, we don't want to have to pay for all these dang homeless people. So, cetera, so here, here's cetera. the question, Art. I mean, you... You and I believe what you're saying is absolutely 100% accurate. The problem is most average people out there that are voters in the city of Salem don't know that because they haven't seen the examples of it. This is why we have to come up with the examples and we have to share it out on social media. Oh, Otherwise, they're not going to know. Absolutely. And we got to point out, you just look at all the dang streets. 
streets in the city of Salem. Uh, they've got potholes and stuff and haven't been taken care of. And those should be priority stuff. But it still exists, Jeff. And until... And believe me, I do as much as I can to point out things, you know, in state, federal, and all that kind of stuff. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. All right, I think we finally have the uh, technical fixed. We're going to start first phone calls with Ronnie and then to Gary. Ronnie, more. Let me get three things. One, on the 2007, $88 million, when they tried to put a new restaurant tax on city budget of Salem. The problem is with the city managers, Bob Wells then took care of business in Salem, and uh, we got rid of uh, Mike Swim and his utopian dream. The problem is you got too many cockroaches feeding on the federal trough that instead of seven parts organ money, one parts federal money, it's nine to seven on the state money fronting through federal to these cities of the nature of this nature. And in the process, you're wondering why crime's off the chart, utopian dreams being pushed, and at the same time, liars, cheats, and thieves. And nobody's being held accountable with percentages less than 5% maybe on drug rehabilitation on the money that's been sent for meth, heroin, whatever the heck else. But yet they probably paid out tens of millions of dollars to the city of Salem alone through nonprofit status, through federal and state money issued by the state down to the cities based on your utopian ideology. And the last thing I'm going to say, I want to get $7,600 per person from a school choice initiatives. And what's called when I come back from California, helping my adopt father with his agricultural business and the honeybees, then I shall stand and I'm going to start in the poorest areas and work away. And the last thing I will say is, where is my Republicans that said he walked with God and liberty at the God dang march on Jericho? They wasn't there. We only had a few people. People talk about things. Let's start with tomorrow. Like, I, my state money might be fed with this so-called hearing at the Oregon Department of Forestry, and we need people there from my counties, like Polk, Marion, Lynn, Benton, Yam Hill. If you say you're Republicans and yep. PCPs, do your and job and stand for liberty. Start? Otherwise, your cities won't have no money. Your counties won't have no money, and crime will get off the shop, and you won't have no law enforcement or infrastructure to maintain. That's all what I have to say. What time does it start, Ronnie? What time does it start and where? The Board of Forestry. It starts 8 o'clock at Oregon Department of Forestry tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. We need bodies. Folks, you need to show on up. On State Street. They're going to have a concentration plan. For 75 years. Lock yeah. them up. It's insane. And it destroys rural communities. But and isn't that what the last, just like to You do? hit the nail right on the head on that. And the last thing Ronnie, is, thanks, is uh, that uh, brother, I'm going to lose five hours. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you very much uh, waiting and and calling in. Hey, folks, also want to thank MyPillow. You have the opportunity to support Mike Lindell and this radio show by simply buying 
his products, his incredible products, many of which I own and use myself at a massive discount. Right now, those towels are off, but you can buy them at 50% discount. Simply go to MyPillow.com. It's all one word, MyPillow.com. And just use the discount code PC23. PC23. And a ton of other great products, including those incredibly good slippers. You heard me rave about those yesterday. I own pairs of them. I give away pairs of them for Christmas, and you should too. So, MyPillow.com, use the discount code PC23. Let's go to Gary. Go Beavs. By the way, did you see... Hey, Jeff, good luck. It was a good opening weekend. Uh, Both teams won, and uh, fortunately, Oregon was able to keep it under 100 points. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That was wild. Hey, the big string wants to score, too. You know what I was interested at? You know, after... um, Ugalele, the Clemson transfer into Oregon State, had that incredible yeah. game against San Jose State. And they interviewed him at the end, and he gave all the glory to God, and I just thought how cool that was. So did uh, Nick. I mean, he said uh, did he? he gave all the glory to the Lord, and uh, he, he, he's a solid Christian. All of those people, I mean, and then you've got uh, Colorado, who, you know, Dion is a pastor, I mean, the Lord is being lifted up in uh, in the colleges, in the football fields. Uh, and uh, shout out to Ronnie. We do need to get 100 people at least to that uh, meeting tomorrow morning at uh, the Forestry Board. Uh, this is not... This is not uh, anything scientific. This is just worshiping the forest and, and, and virtue grandstanding that these people who are hardcore global, uh, global warmest, uh, earth worshipers, uh, want to make a statement that they're going to set aside, set aside the forests, uh, as, as, as basically it's nothing more than, uh, uh, grandstanding. Uh, to do virtual virtual signaling. That's exactly what it is. It is illogical, and it is meant to hurt rural communities specifically. And it hurts schools yeah, at the same time. But you know what? The leftists in the big cities that run Oregon, they don't care. They don't care at they all. Hate they us. say they do, but Gary, you know every they one don't. Of, every one of those board members hates everybody in that room. You think everyone? I, th- that's a bit of a broad statement, Gary. I think so. They they hate people going into the forest. They hate Christians. They hate people that want to use. They hate you as a, as a farmer. You know that. They hate all next. of us. They are right. elitists, and they they think they're saving the world, and they hate anybody that stands in their way and that wants to manage the forest. Today at 8 o'clock, folks, show up at this hearing. Go down to the Board of Forestry. They're on State tomorrow. Street. Or t- tomorrow, I'm sorry. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow. Thanks, Gary. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> you can still make comment online. I did. Associated Oregon Loggers is how you can do that to their website. I will have that up on the show plan also. Gary, thanks. Go Beavs. Go Ducks. Folks, uh, Freedom Heating and Air. Uh, can make your life a lot better if your HVAC system is just not keeping up your heating or your cooling. We've got still some cool days, and then it's going to heat up into the 80s. And then, of course, fall is right around the corner.
And if your system isn't ready, why don't you get ahead of it? Don't procrastinate until your system actually breaks down on you when you need it the worst. Call Freedom Heating and Air, 503-580-1456-580-1456, and they'll get out, get your system tuned up or repaired. Maybe it's time to replace it. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Tomorrow, we have a very interesting uh, interview with Greg Schumacher. Remember Schumacher Furs? We've had him on before. His website is restorelawandorder.com. They're in the middle of a big fight. They are about to sue Washington County, Oregon. Why? Because they're destroying people's property values. How are they doing that? Well, they're doing it by placing in neighborhoods these homeless pods. It is a very big deal, and it is getting a lot of attention. His organization, which is going national, is dedicated to not only suing the county, but suing the elected officials who are literally violating their oath of office. And other people are doing this across the country, and yeah, it works. And it is working. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Thanks for putting up with us today, folks. We'll be back then. I hope you will be, too. See you then. Oh,